It's time to arise. It's time to be seen. It's time to be heard. It's time to be you. Welcome to Arise the Podcast, the go to motivational podcast for female business owners who know that they are made for more. Every single week, you will get actionable steps and inspirational speeches that help you step into the best version of yourself. It's time to learn to stand up, learn to break through, learn to show up, and most importantly, learn how to step into your higher self every single day. And your host, Beck, I'm with you every step of the way. The world is waiting for you. It's time to arise. Welcome back to Arise the Podcast. I am so, so happy that you're here. And today we're talking all about omnipresence. Now, omnipresence is a little bit of a buzzword actually for me in my bubble, in my world of entrepreneurship, but you may have never heard of it before. And I actually wanted to kind of bring to your attention today how we can use omnipresence to not only bring in such a wonderful community full of ideal clients, but to really start to sign clients um, quite magnetically because you know I'm all about the attraction marketing really getting people in from them feeling magnetized to work with you so let's start from the very beginning it's a very good place to start with what is omnipresence um you know what does it look like in our business what does it mean and how can we start tapping into it well if you want to know all of those things then quite frankly you are in the exact right place so let's start with a bit of a dictionary definition well that's quite hard to say dictionary definition give that one a go um but in the dictionary it says the state of being widespread or constantly encountered now what that means for us in our business is everywhere your audience looks there you are that's what we want to create with that irresistible omnipresence and there's such an incredible way that we can do that where we're not creating 20,000 pieces of content to go on every single platform going. And there's going to be quite a few things that I speak about in today's podcast that I really want you to go away and think about before having a look at your omnipresent strategy. Again, this is something that I work with with my one-to-ones, whether it's in my intensive whether it's in my five month, I actually do have two intensive sessions left for 2021. So I have space to take two more gorgeous intensive people on. Um, So if you want help with your content, with your messaging, with showing up online, with signing and bringing in consistent clients, the intensives are going to be so, so perfect for that. So if you do want to take one of those two spots up, please just drop into my DMs, let me know that you are interested and we can go from there. So when we look at omnipresence you know everywhere your audience looks there you are and you know that usual um, statistic that usual phrase of the rule of seven when it comes to marketing that you know a potential customer has to see a message at least seven times before they before they're provoked to take any kind of action and I know that this statistic is battered around a lot and I remember being on a Tony Robbins um, 
webinar not long ago and I think he said that it's like now nine or 16 or something like this this number keeps growing for how many times people need to see um, and hear us and trust us and know us and like us before they buy but it's so true you know people unless you are actively seeking something like I have clients that come in you know they've been following me for five minutes they'll book a discovery call and boom they're my client so I have some clients that come in for like that way but I have some clients who you know, have taken longer and, 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 you know, rightly so they've been following me for a year, maybe, or maybe it wasn't the right time for them. And now it is. So we need to really cater to all of our audience in this way. And I believe omnipresence really does that very well. So why do we want to create omnipresence in our business? Well, the first thing for me is that you are giving consistent value. So you're bringing your audience to realize that they are always learning something valuable from you. They're always getting to see you. They're getting to know you. They're getting to like you. They're getting to trust you. All of the juicy things that we can do on social media and what I teach my clients to do on social media, you are bringing that consistent value into them. So they're they're really kind of getting that from you. They're seeing you as the expert they're seeing you as consistently showing up, you know, not only on Instagram, for instance, but maybe it's a an email that you send out, which we're going to go into today with the omnipresence. The second thing is that they're seeing results, you know, when, you know, in this the social media strategy that I teach within my one-to-one, it's very much about embodying the person that your, you know, your clients look up to or want to be. It's about showing the results. So you stand as the expert, you're creating space for your your ideal clients to go, wow, she has done that herself or look what she's doing for her clients. So we're really confirming the kind of results that you are delivering with your past, with your current clients. And if you don't have any clients, that's, you know, that's fine because you can still embody the person that your ideal clients want to be. Number three is they can actually feel more connected to you. So through you, you know, through that regular ability um, to share your message with your audience, you're just affirming that you are connected. You know, you don't just post and ghost or do one story and then they're not, they don't see you again for another month. You know, they feel really connected with you. And connection is such a huge, huge important piece within our social media strategy, which leads me into number four, which is really creating that intimacy you have your audience feel like you are reading their minds. You know, that's something that I really, really pass on to my clients. And what I love doing in my business is really going deep into what my ideal clients are going through right now and creating content that allows me to really get intimate with my ideal clients. So they do believe me. So they do trust me. So they do know me. And I know, and I stand that hell yes, I can can help them. And I know that I can, and I really stand in that power. So those are four things and, and four reasons why we do want to create omnipresence in our business. And the first thing that I really wanted to make sure is known in this podcast to talk with omnipresence is if you don't have a solid strategy on one social media platform right now, omnipresence is not something you should be focusing on at the moment. We need to we need to have one solid base 
where we know that our clients come from, this is something we're going to speak about in a minute, before we start spreading ourselves out to other places, okay? So I just wanted to put that in, but I am going to speak about that more. So we're going to have a look at, the first thing I want you to have a look at is, where is your main home? Now, I call it a home. Um, So for instance, for example, my main home is Instagram. It is where I get probably 90 of my clients from. They come through organically, they drop into my DMs, they've been following me, we've had a connection before, etc. And they will sign in, whether it's through the DMs straight away or we jump on a discovery call. So where is your main home? Now, if you are uncertain of this, what I want you to do is I actually want you to look back at the last three to five sales that you've had. You know, where have they come from? So if you um, are predominantly on LinkedIn, and all of the last three sales have come through LinkedIn, then LinkedIn is going to be a real home for you. You know, that's where you're going to put your most attention to, your most energy. So, you know, I know that I put my most energy towards Instagram because, hey, that's where my peeps are. I love them and I love Instagram as well. So it's so important to know where your main home is. And this is where your ideal clients are hanging out and they are most likely to be watching you. We need to know that before we start adding in our omnipresence strategy. Okay, so first thing, first things, first things first, I'll put my teeth back in, is knowing where your main home is. And like I said just before, I want you to make sure that you have a solid strategy where you know that you can bring in clients that you've potentially signed clients before, maybe two to three clients have signed from that place. You know that that is your main home before we start our omnipresence journey, okay? So if you are in that place where you're like, I'm actually not 100% sure where my ideal clients are right now, or I feel like it's Instagram, but I don't really like being on Instagram. You know, is there another place that they could be? Um, You know, I know one of my clients really thrives from posting in Facebook groups. So we made that her main focus. And Instagram is just a byproduct of, of her being omnipresent. So there's lots of ways that we can do it. Again, it's not one size fits all. I live and... I live on Instagram. I pretty much do. Everyone's going like, are you on there 24 hours? I think it's because I live in Australia that everyone just thinks that I'm awake at all times. Um, But, you know, that is my main home. So I make sure that that is my focus. That's where my energy goes. But then my omnipresence can come away from that. You know, I can then start to map out from there. So what we can have a look at from there is once you've got your main home, where else can we repurpose to? Now with omnipresence, I am a massive believer that we do not need to be creating 20 different posts for 20 different platforms. And I know there is a few big coaches out there that say otherwise. They say, no, we shouldn't be repurposing. um, We shouldn't be repurposing and posting the same things on every single thing. And to an extent, I agree because, you know, there's some words and language that you might not use on LinkedIn that you might use on Instagram. So there could be a few changes, but I believe that we do not have to reinvent the wheel when we are creating omnipresence. So where can we repurpose to? So of course we've got 
Instagram, you know, if that's not your main home, there's Facebook, there's Pinterest, there's TikTok, there's YouTube, there's podcasts, there's emails, there's Clubhouse, there's, uh, I'm sure the list goes on, but there's a lot of places that we can start repurposing to. Um, But I want you to be really aware that the omnipresence that you are creating, please make sure your ideal clients are there too. So for instance, LinkedIn was part of my omnipresence strategy. I posted on there for a while and I was like, Beck, this is a waste of your time because there is no ideal clients in your audience right now. Now, when I worked with LinkedIn before, um, my niche was actually confidence coaching for um, corporate women. So I have a lot of corporate women on my audience and in my audience on LinkedIn. So I was talking about entrepreneurial, you know, content and getting visible and being able to write content. They don't want to listen to that. So I don't want to waste my time on there. Where can I put my time better? So really have a think, okay, I want to become omnipresent, but where can that be? And what really ties into who I am, what my message is, you know, what that looks like for my business. So I just want you to really make sure that you are going through that as well. So I have um, a bit of an omnipresence strategy that I teach my clients as well. Um, And this is something that I teach in Visibility and Conversion Queen. Um, But actually, what we want to do is we want to have a look at the main platforms that we know we can be on, that we want to be on. So for instance, for me in my business, Instagram, like I said, my main home, my main house, the one where there's a swimming pool and the beachfront and the sheer white curtains that's where I am. That's where I hang out. However, I have also in the past converted people through my podcast and I've converted clients through my email. So I know that putting out a weekly podcast and sending out a weekly email is very important in my strategy. I don't want to rely on Instagram alone. You know what happened when everything went down. So I know that The other two places that are quite important for me, maybe they're, you know, the clubhouse, the clubhouses, not clubhouse, the app. Um, They're my, they're my, what could it be? My second house. I don't know. That's boring. You know what I mean? But podcasts and emails are, are very important within my content strategy. So omnipresence, I am now on three different platforms. I'm on three different platforms where people can get three different experiences of me, three different learning experiences. You know, you're listening to the podcast right now. That's an audio learning experience, an audio style. You are literally listening to me in your ears. You don't have any visuals to watch. And quite frankly, I am not an audio learner. I'm not an auditory learner. I'm a visual and kinesthetic learner. So if I, I do love listening to podcasts, but that's probably not somewhere, um, you know, I'd listen to the podcast and then I'd go away and write everything down that I learned. So we're tapping into not only omnipresence, but we're also tapping into different learning styles as well, because not everyone is going to want to watch a video on Instagram. Not everyone is going to want to listen to a podcast. Not everyone is going to want to read an email. And this is where my views come from, is that we can similarly use the same material. Now, 
quite a lot of times I will use it either the week before or the week after. So for instance, the podcast that I'm recording for you right now, I did in stories last week. So this was a topic that I got my audience to vote on. I did it in stories and now here I am repurposing it completely different to my stories. It's not visual and I'm, a, I'm, I'm not <laughs> on a 15 second um, time constraint. So I, I can really dive into this a lot more than I did in my stories. That also means that you guys can come back and listen to it whenever you want because stories disappear in 24 hours unless I put it on my highlights. So can you see how much goes into this? <laughs> um, but you know, it's really important for you to be thinking about this. We don't want to solely rely on Instagram to warm up our audience. And this isn't me telling you to go and start a podcast because, hey, podcasts are a big strategy in your business, but a big long-term strategy and they do take time. And that's what I say to anyone who asks me about a podcast. But you know, there's other things that we can be doing. For instance, email. Like I said, I've had people, um, I've had clients who have signed through my emails. One of the clients who signed um, hadn't wasn't even following me on Instagram. She was just on my email. We bu- she booked in a call and she signed to my intensives. So I know that these platforms are really important for me to have within my omnipresence strategy. So I have three main places, my Instagram, my podcast, and my email. And all of those three are warming up my audience, are building the know, like, and trust factor, are allowing you to be part of me, be connected with me, be in my space, in my um, knowledge and value and laughter, hopefully. Um, But, you know, all of those are really kind of getting into you, you know, being able to know me and, and to know that, hey, I think Beck is the right coach for me. Um, I believe that she's going to help me. And yeah, I actually do want to work with her, whether it's now, whether it's in the future, whether it's the two spots I have left of my intensives from 2021 um, before we go into 2022, you know, whatever that is, I'm allowing that space for you to experience that. So where else do I repurpose my content? Where else do I bring in that omnipresence? The first thing for me is Facebook. Now, I am not a fan of Facebook. In fact, I really hate going on there and I believe a lot of people think the same. Um, I've tried the whole jumping into groups and, um, you know, I I know a lot of people grow their omnipresence from posting in Facebook groups, etc. And this is something that I'm going to bring in in the new year, but I have a team member that's going to do that for me. So it's not going to be me that's doing that. Obviously, I'll be writing the content and passing it on. Um, But there's other places. TikTok, you know, TikTok is huge at the moment. I did try TikTok for a while, but it was too time consuming for me. So um, I'm parking that for another day. Um, YouTube, perhaps, you know, hint, hint, nudge, nudge, wait till January. Um, But there's lots of different places that we can start to actually repurpose our content. And I believe, you know, we write such incredible pieces of content, like incredible. And they go on Instagram and then they never see a soul again. You know, if if the algorithm hasn't pushed your post out or people miss it, you know, that's a bloody good post to go to waste. So, you know, I am all for repurposing your content, whether you literally pick it up and post it again, maybe with a different picture, or maybe you change some words if you've grown. But, you know, I have 
all of my content from 2020 and 2021 in Airtable, which is um, just a kind of program online, um, all saved. And if I am feeling like I'm like, oh, I wrote such a good post on this. This is what I want to speak about this week. Bam, I go into my Airtable. I bring up the search bar, I'll search for what it is, I'll have a little look and I'm like, oh, that, that's really good, I want to use that again. So there's so many ways that we can repurpose, I'm going into repurposing content right now and not, not omnipresence, but while we're here, um, but you know, that's part of the omnipresence because we don't have to keep making up all of these goddamn posts for LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, podcasts, you know, we're not content creating machines, I know I love creating content, but And I know it's a needle moving activity in my business for sure. Um, But I'm not here to just sit and make content for 14 hours a day. You know, I have so many incredible clients to serve, hypnosis tracks to make, time to go and walk Finley. I want that life too. So actually, how can I really start to use the content that I already have in such powerful, special ways where people get to see it again? And remember, with the learning styles, you know, if you did a video with the last piece of content, do it in a written post because people will take different things from it. So let's go back back to the beginning. Omnipresence, again, like I said, the state of being widespread and constantly encountered. So we want omnipresence in our business because we want to create that consistent value. We want to feel more connected. And, you know, I got on a call with um, an ideal client a while back. She did sign then and there on the spot because she was like, oh, I've been thinking about you all week. And then you popped up on my Instagram. Oh God. And then I opened Facebook and there you were. And then lo and behold, I ping, in you pinged into my email and I thought god if this isn't a sign that I need to book a call then I don't know what is so omnipresence can really work in our business and I'm really such a massive fan of it so first things first like we said where is your main home have a look back at your last couple of sales where have they come from where are your ideal clients hanging out where are they most likely to watch you put most of your energy into that but no that there are other places that you can be omnipresent. You can be in the emails. You know, if you don't have a weekly email going out, get one, you know. Um, Emails are the place that we actually own our audience. Um, You know, if everything's shut down, we still have that connection with them. You know, if Instagram shut down tomorrow, would you know what to do? Would you have anywhere else to go? So, start there have a look at what second houses you want like I said my main home is Instagram my second house is podcast and email and then I build my audience on Pinterest I build my audience on Facebook I build my audience um I think yeah no I think that's it I just went to carry on but but those are the places but I still have people coming in from those places so you know yes I will drive everyone to Instagram or I'll drive people to the podcast or I'll drive people to my emails because I know that they're my biggest converters but I, I am still a lot of places where I am still warming my audience up so hopefully this has helped hopefully you can go and put some things into practice and like I said I do have two spots left for my intensive sessions in 2021 one. Um, a lot of the intensives that I've done of recent have been very content orientated, really getting to understand and know your ideal client, um, 
you get full access to the Ideal Client Clarity Bible. And I've had so many incredible results from the intensives that I've done over the past couple of months where they've really took the action and they're seeing results already. People are reaching out, they are booking discovery calls. You know, this isn't... Um, I'm, I'm telling the truth here, guys, you know, so if you wanted to jump onto an intensive, um, I've got two spots left for 2021. So all you need to do is either click in the link in the discovery call and we can jump on a call together or just come over to my Instagram and be like, hey, Beck, I am the one to take one of those spots. So good luck with your omnipresence. If you do have any questions, jump on over to Instagram and I would love to answer them. And I hope you have the most beautiful day. See you next week. Your love and support means the world to me. So if you have enjoyed this podcast episode today, please share, review and rate the podcast. Those tiny little acts of kindness go such a long way for the podcast and always allows more amazing women to hear it. If we're not connected, head over to the show notes and you can come and join in the community. I'd love to see you there.